Are you sweet? Just, oh my God, if you lived in a cave, it'd just be a cave of like honeycomb with chocolate. Fuck. <laughs> no, that's not how we're starting it. Yes, that is exactly No, how we're it's not. It. Please, yeah, I everyone just knows got... it's, no. Everyone knows it's Friday when Stop. we kick off like this. <laughs> hey there, you little cutie, cutie pie. Welcome to Mates Talking About Stuff. <laughs> um, I'm Nikki Britton, and you legends have chosen to listen to the best podcast in the world because you know why? Harley Brain's on it. Oh, that's a nice thing to say. Yep. What a great treat on a Friday. There you go, mate. Yeah. It's like a honeycomb covered chocolate treat. A chocolate co- covered honeycomb treat. <laughs> honeycomb chocolate treat? I'll fucking take that every day. Yeah, Imagine yum. just thinking you're eating honeycomb and then you bite into it. It's bloody chocolate in the middle. Wow. That's good. Okay. Patent yeah. that. Patent yeah. that. That'll be available at the live show. It's like a reverse violet crumble. Yeah, Fuck reverse yeah. violet crumble. I reckon there's a reason why they've engineered the violet crumble the way they have. Yes. Probably because chocolate is a more reliable outer coating. I think so. I think you're right. Than the crumble of the honeycomb. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? You only have to just be a little bit different to make something really successful in this world, you know? <laughs> That's true. Just a little bit, just, just a bit a, left of centre. But just but a I bit. Think we've all had honeycomb that has just been in touch with the tiniest, tiniest amount of moisture and then all of a sudden we <sighs> fucking glued our jaws And then you've together. got toffee. <laughs> then you've got toffee. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's a very difficult process to make toffee. Mm. Like it takes a long time. It sticks to everything. I don't yes. understand why toffee, like toffee recipes should just be buy honeycomb from the shop, put it in water, done. That's a toffee oh, recipe. Oh, yes. There you go. That, Do you know for the longest time when I was growing up, I didn't even know that lollies existed. I thought that lollies were made. You cannot tell me anything else about your miserable childhood <laughs> because it's going to break my heart and then I'm going to be in a sad mood. You didn't I know lollies existed? Well, look, like what? in terms Why? of... Why? the devil made lollies? No, I knew that you could get lollies, but... My my exposure, I'd say up until the age of, you know, maybe six or seven. That I thought mum... you were going to say 16, 16 then. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. you were kissing Amanda in the back of the bus the same day you Good had memory. a jelly bean? <laughs> Fucking hell. And it's not that we weren't allowed lollies, but mum, for good reason, when she first met me as I came out of it, um, probably thought to herself, you know what this guy needs? Not sugar. Yeah. And, um, and it was a good move. Oh, you're, and so, a, you're a bit of a hippie family in the kitchen. Yes, there was a bit of hippie oh, we behaviour yeah. in the kitchen, and you would occasionally, very occasionally, usually around the Christmas time period, um, mum uh, or grandma would make uh, toffee uh, that had gone to the rock candy stage and put it into little cupcake things, and sure. that was a lolly, and it was the greatest thing ever. I yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Did you uh, at Christmas? At sorry, Easter. Mm. What the Easter bunny? Would yes. Toddle on through with his little fluffy tail, and he would leave carob for us. Oh my god! And I want to hold you, and I want to be held the Easter for the Bunny exact same fucking reason. Can go fuck itself. Did you? Were Easter you a carob can... family? Yes. <gasps> yes. It's actually a crime. It's, Mate, a, it's you know... a human rights violation to give your so, children carob at uh, Easter. Uh, Absolutely, everyone, all you fucking hippies can fuck right off. Yep. Either just don't have Easter. How about that? How about just don't yeah. have Easter? Just don't. don't it doesn't make a difference Supplement if you... carob, oh. you fuckheads. I don't care, Mum. I don't care. I don't care. Why? <laughs> Where, 
Don't even try and give me a justification, Mama. Yeah. Don't. The Easter Bunny has walked through here and shit on the carpet and now you're trying to feed it to me. That is what carob is. Yeah, and carob has no place even been put in the same category as chocolate. No. Chocolate is chocolate. No. And carob, yep. is, it should be over beside the fucking engine fuel. Yep. That's where it is. That's it's with where the carob diesel. should be. That's it's exactly right. It's disgusting. That's exact. Don't. Don't do it. It's yeah. not – that is like replacing, you know, when people are like, um, I mean, I know all too well, I'm gluten and dairy-free. And yeah. people are like, oh, hey, we don't have any gluten-free bread. Um, But what we've done is cut a piece of um one of the boxes <laughs> that some of our produce came in this morning and we've put an egg on that for you for breakfast. Oh, is that, and, like there are some and by the way, it's five times the cost. It is, yeah, it's five times as expensive <laughs> and you will not shit for a week. That is like there are some things that should not be substituted. I'll yes. give you some things. You can't taste the difference. There are some vegan cheeses now. Oh, my God, it's a real treat. Yes. I'm, I'm here to tell you, a gluten-free cake is often more moist and more delicious than, mm. a, than a glutinous cake. That's but correct. Guess what it's not made with? Fucking carob. Yeah, Get your carob. no one's putting it. Get it out. If you want carob, if you give carob to your children, your children are like, oh, my God, what is this, Mum? This is great. I love carob. Feel free. Feel free to give them a carob. Yeah. They'll enjoy yeah. carob. But if your child has expected, they've gone to school, they, they've they got excited with their friends yeah. about Easter, yeah. they've yeah. done the Easter mm-hmm. bonnet parade and oh, it's, yes. you know, kindergarten, year one, they're still sharing joy with other people and learning how that works. And the most exciting thing at this age is a little bit of extra chocolate, a bit of mm-hmm. indulgence from the Easter bunny. And then you give them carob? You this, fucking evil this person. This is like, it's actually social suicide for yeah. a child to show up after after Easter, back to school and go, oh, how was your Easter? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I didn't, um, I, <laughs> I didn't get a Cadbury bunny. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I, I, I got carob. Oh, you ate all of your whole bunny in one day? I couldn't. I, it made me gag. We only had a few buttons of carrot, but I couldn't physically stomach them all in one day. Just thinking about it now it makes me gag a little, a little bit. Oh, yay. Yay, Isa. That could be why I'm not religious. Well, here's the thing for us. We were very religious, and so my parents avoided Easter eggs because of the commercialisation of the story of Jesus. We are opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes. So we didn't have much chocolate at all. And then as I was uh, getting older and and there there was more outside influence, I think mum and dad realised that maybe it was a bit cruel that all of my friends in the real world were getting chocolates and we weren't. And Mm. so that's when they brought in the carob bullshit. And there was a great protest um, from myself and my three siblings about how disgusting it was. And so then there was a little period of time where it was just candied eggs Remember those? There's just like it's just white, hard, rock hard yes. candied eggs. They're not too bad, but well, you also, know, it's going to bust a tooth open. Yeah, 100%. They were so lazy, they just threw a slab of Cadbury at the oh. end of the bed. Like, there you go. Fuck, there's some chocolate. You're like, okay. So what now, as a parent, even... oh. I choose the most sacrilegious Easter eggs I can possibly get. You get them in the shape of the devil coming out of the ground and stuff. That's right. It's just a chocolate demon. (laughs) Just the devil shitting eggs. (laughs) What's this, Dad? Satan passed a stool and that's what we eat at Easter. That's what we celebrate. It's the Easter miracle. (laughs) 
childhoods. Yes. Being someone from Queensland, mm-hmm. you were That's a long right. way from the Gold Coast, though. You were in Bundaberg. Yes, we uh, we we would go to the Gold Coast quite regularly, though. Would you? Uh, Yes, so my uh, father's mother lived in Brisbane and okay. her second husband, um, who also died under her watch, not pointing fingers, oh. um, <laughs> he had a holiday house in Burley and my <gasps> father, one of my father's brothers also lived uh, on the Gold Coast and so we would do a fair amount of family holidays uh, around the Brisbane Gold Coast area when I lived in Bundaberg. Well, I wonder, did you uh, ever go to... Like a movie world or a sea world, or was that a bit Satan's playground? Uh, you haven't mentioned the best one, which is Dream World, which is the greatest. Dream World you know, is the best, isn't it? Yeah, because at, now Movie World is great. I worked there for three months. Did you? Uh, I was. I was on the. Oh, we've talked. Were you about in this. the stunt thing? No, no. I, wo- I worked on um, the the uh, the film production for the documentary oh, Scooby Doo. Yes, we have talked about this. Yes. My apologies. And and so I worked at the at the studios there for about three months, and uh, I'd been a couple of times. It's not look. It's a it's a perfectly good theme park. Mm. Um, and so too is Wet and Wild, which is a marvelous mm. day. It's a great day, Wet and mm. Wild. And I've I've gone to Sea World, which for me, uh, ah, I could take it or leave it. Whereas Dream World, it's got the best of all of those worlds together. Well, that's why it's made of dreams. Mate, it's got the lot. It's got a wet and wild there. It's, it's. Um, I'm sure there's a fish somewhere. Uh, it's <laughs> got roller coasters. I love it. Yeah. Well, I have not been to any of these theme parks in a long time and obviously <laughs> oh, okay. found myself in the Gold Coast last weekend, yeah. uh, as you did. And I did, I did, people that I was there with came, we, we meet up. up, up <laughs> People, I People was look there at with. Nikki and come. Oh, That's, God. That's what they do. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, I've got to go change oh, my pants. Oh, boy. <laughs> they showed up to a lunch. We all went out for lunch. Yes. And my dear sweet friend, Conchetta Caruso, check her out. She's an excellent comedian. She had a hat on mm. that had Tweety Bird on it. And I was like, oh, yes. this is an adorable hat. Where did you get this? Of course, Movie World. Of course. She'd had the greatest day at Movie World. They had a wonderful time at Movie World. And I did not have a partner or friend to go to Movie World with when I went. Can you go to Movie World as an adult on your own? How much am I going to enjoy that? I think you can. I feel sad for you. But, um, like, in terms of on your own, Mm. I think – Look, some people, for instance, myself, one of the great pleasures that I have in my life, <laughs> talking about doing something on my own, uh, no, is is going to a restaurant on my own. And I don't feel self-conscious I at all. I hate it. Do you? I will hate dine out. It. I will dine out on my own. When I'm away on the oh. road, every now and then, like for instance, this is, this is probably where the tradition started, was in 2007 in Edinburgh, uh, the land that vegetables forgot. Mm. Halfway through my run over there, uh, it's it's a pretty hectic festival. Huge. And I just went, I need to go and eat some good food. And so I went to a very nice Italian restaurant. I forget the Italian name for it, but basically it's just spaghetti and um, broccoli. That was it. Uh, but it was a delicious Spaghetti and broccoli? Pretty much. That in was all that bowl. was on it. It's just all mixed in together with olive oil and garlic oh, that's uh, and salt, and it's absolutely delicious. And from then now, when I'm touring on my own, I'll definitely go out and sit at a restaurant on my own and don't give a shit what, are you what anyone doing, else thinks of it. What are you doing between ordering and the food coming out? I usually have a notepad. Like okay. Right now, all right. Well, right that's here. very yeah. classy, isn't it? I hate it. 
I hate eating on my own. I hate being in a restaurant and even seeing someone eating on their own. Do you? Oh, I don't know why. Why do you think they're being stood up? It breaks my heart. Yes. Probably a reflection of my past. But it just... (laughs) Breaks it just breaks my heart. Like but I then, would, what, but then if you th- have that opinion about somebody eating on their own in a restaurant, yeah. how do you then ask me the question? Can you go to a, a theme park on your own? Isn't that like peak sadness? Like that's dialing up the sadness. That's my point. I can't even oh. eat in a restaurant on my own. And I, <laughs> this is the only reason I might might consider having kids. Although I do keep, like I'd happily take my niece. I I'm gonna have to kidnap my niece and nephew and go to the Gold Coast because. I just want to do it so bad. And my sister's like, oh, no, you can't. Like, they've got school. And I'm like, fuck school. You know yeah, what? fuck school. Like, just, God, it's Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Yeah, it is. Come on. You can run into Batman and you don't even know. Exactly. They're it just comes learn... out from behind a building. Exactly. They'll learn heaps of shit. I yeah. mean, morally, they'll learn what's good and bad from Batman, won't they? That's correct. Yeah. He yes. doesn't use guns. Can they learn that in school? Hopefully, I hope I hope that I hope they do learn. He has guns, doesn't? No, he never uses guns. That's his I, thing. He doesn't like guns. That's his it? vibe. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I'll sorry. never use guns. That's such a good Batman. No, no, I never I'm, use guns. That's I'm different. Batman. That is different. What? Who is that though? <gasps> oh my god, that is. No, I'm from. What is it? Bane. Bane. Oh, Bane. No, no, but this is like I'm thinking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In the dark. Oh, that's good. Hang on, I think I'm teenage mutant. Someone, no, I feel like I'm coming out of a screen. This voice. Hello, I am. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Hello. I just I'm want everyone to know you are character. welcome for what we put into this podcast. in the cartoon from the 90s. <laughs> I can't this is going way better than rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, I hope that voice actor got a lot of money for that because they got vocal fry now. Oh, look boy. on the subject of can you go to a place that is um, technically <clears throat> geared towards children without yeah. children? Um, because I feel I like think... there's so much joy waiting there for me, but I can't access it without going through children. Do you know what I mean? And I feel well, like I do, but I think sounds. the listener might be slightly confused. <laughs> There's things in this world that are full of joy, and I'm quite, I'm quite, a, you know, the inner child in me is close to the surface, and I yes. want to, I want to do these things, but I can't do them. I need, I need a child to facilitate <laughs> my joy. Oh, God. Hey, I know where you're at, mate, because I had a very old bit. Uh, now it's I can date it because it's, it's it'd be about uh, uh, 10 to 11 years old that I wrote when Leonard was first born, which is about exactly this, about how much I love the park um, and, and how much I want to go to the park. And as a man, do you know how long it is between when we can go to the park yep. to when we can't go to the park to when we can go to the park again? Because yep. we are in slightly different categories. Because if you arrive at yep. the park, playground I'm talking about, mm-hmm. on your own mm. as a woman, mm. you probably won't even uh, raise an eyelid. No, Whereas as especially a man, if I throw in a few, uh-uh, no, come yeah, on, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'll just throw that in. But I can arrive at the playground with my children, but if I stand too far away from them and people are confused as to whether I have children or not, there, there will be a phone call being put into some sort of agency to come and yeah. check out yeah. why I'm there. Well, you know, is there is there the same thing set up at Movie World for women? Because, you know, like, sure, you don't, the, the, the <laughs> cliche of it is often a man 
And, yes. But you do you hear the, the stories of a woman who doesn't necessarily want a child for any kind of a heinous purpose other than she wants a child. You know, and a single yeah. woman after two years of a pandemic who's gagging yeah. for kids, I'm not personally, but yeah. I know that there are women out there who have really had a spanner put in their fallopian tubes from this whole oh, yeah. pandemic situation and they can't and they have had to put that on the back burner and now they're mm. facing possibly not having kids. Movie world would be like Woolworths. You know, you could just go and pick out which one you wanted and nab them. And, to, and now I'm not saying you should and I'm not saying I ever would, but I am saying that I don't think the the risk is zero with being a woman and going to Movie World on your own. Maybe you're right. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't think it's only on Are You Okay Day that we should check in with our friends. I think it's the point that Nikki's trying to get across here. She's always checking and just see if they're okay. (laughs) Listen, on the subject of and and moving away from stealing children, um, Uh, I think uh, if you want to go to movie world, what we need to start, and this is a fucking moneymaker right here where I'm about to lay on you, and I think we trademark it here, and mate's talking about stuff headquarters, and we bring out a, a plutonic Tinder. And it is about connecting people who want to go to theme parks. They we focus just on theme parks. Well, they have Bumble friendship. Oh, fuck off, Bumble. I know. Listen. And it, all, it just has the undertone. Like, it has to be a completely separate thing that is not romantic, not sexual in any way. Like, Bumble, yeah. there's people, like, being like, oh, yeah, no, let's just be friends. <laughs> and it's obviously yeah. leading to something else. Of course it is. Or they're trying but, for it too. But what we need is it's almost like a last minute. You know, lastminute.com kind of thing. Yes. It's like like last you find friends. yourself. Yeah, you find yourself in the Gold Coast. Got it. You find yourself with the urge and the want to go to Movie <gasps> World. And then there's just a list of people that are also wanting to go to Movie World. I've often thought of click. this. Yeah. I've often thought. Why not? L- L- Lonely Hearts Club. Yeah. And the best thing about going there together, right, the only time you really have to talk is while you're standing in the line. But if you're just two single, full-grown adults, well, you can go there midweek. Guess what's not there midweek? Fucking children. Children. Yeah. You're just going straight to the front of the line, jumping on a ride. You're not talking. You're just having great fun. You're just enjoying yourself. You're just being thrown up a tower. Yep. And you know what? You've got enough disposable income to get the yearly pass. So also if you live close to the area or you're going to spend a lot of time in the area – you could do this multiple times a year. Actually, here, do, what my kid has at his primary school, which I think is a wonderful initiative, mm. there's the friendship chair. And when a child feels a little bit lonely oh, in the playground, oh, God. they go and sit on that friendship chair. Why is and then Montessori comes school over, not for adults? Oh, Steiner, Steiner. Steiner. <laughs> Steiner. It's, no, I'm not even talking about it. This is just a regular old uh, public primary school. Really? This is this is the big kid. Yeah, and we can have that at the front gate of Movie World <gasps> or Dream World, and it's just someone, like yourself, you just sit there, and then someone arrives, and they're like, hello, friend. Would you like to come on a roller coaster yes. with me? Yes. Boom. That's such a good thing. Yeah. My fear is... That no, no. <laughs> <laughs> my fear is that after a week that gets the nickname the Nikki chair or the loser chair. And I'm no closer to getting on that roller coaster. As a business model, though, we don't want to leave any person behind. So what we would do is we would have staff members who are paid 
to look like everyday people. And after a this period of time. This is a friendship time, escort now. Yeah, so let's You're say it's 45 minutes of someone sitting there with no just real friend just arriving mm. to say, hey, I can be. That okay. person would, would take off their stripy Dreamworld uniform. Oh, okay. And they would walk around from the behind the desk and they oh. would say, hello, friend. I'm here to go on a roller coaster with you. That is a really nice and B I'm glad you clarified it because I thought you meant they would get people from outside movie world and no. they would get them and they would pay them to spend time with someone <laughs> in a way and I thought you were like you know do you want to you know like, what I think that's a good idea too do you we'll want a friend scort a, a friend scort yes it's friends it's not a handy yes. no. at the stunt uh, show it's no. that's not what it is <laughs> And don't I'll tell even you what, try. if you are going to get a handy, the stunt shows where you want it. I was going to say, because honestly, in my head, I was like on a roller coaster and then I thought, oh, the safety that they've got, you can barely get your hands up to put them in the air for a oh, bit of fun. Oh, you couldn't you do it there. certainly couldn't reach around for that. <laughs> Especially if you fucking let go at the wrong time and then push go right in your own face. Yeah. You do the loop, the loop. You do it up the top and you come down the bottom and thunk right in your eye. The get, the get, the, the get, the g- oh. The juice. The gals. The goose. The goose. Gals are juicy, boys. Is that the end of the episode? Is that, that, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> I just want to say the energy you've put into my body, Nikki. I was in a fucking stink before I came into this studio, and you made me feel really good. And I wish we were in the same space because I know we could have done a fucking five-hour podcast. <laughs> Absolute lunacy. <laughs> me too. I do have a I do have a little flavour of the lunacy about me today. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I might have to pop myself, take myself home and pop myself into bed. <laughs> Not into bed, just into a safe space. Are you going yeah. to bed, Boo? You go into bed and you yeah. nappy. You do what no, you've got to do. I'll probably take Malcolm out for the goofiest, goofiest run in the park. <laughs> Maybe, oh, his guts aren't good today, so I don't think <laughs> no. I'll get the popcorn chicken out. He's not even going to get his charcuterie plate tonight because his, <laughs> his puppies are loose. <laughs> that was another episode of Mates Talking About Stuff. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, you little cutie, little gumdrops. If you want to listen to more, subscribe, tell your friends, tell everyone, rate, review. See you soon. And also, get this oh, in your sorry. head space. Yeah. It's just under one week until Nikki Britton's show opens at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It was nominated for the biggest award in the whole world of live stand-up comedy. And she's bringing it back to the MICF. Get a fucking ticket and sit your ass down and be entertained by one of the best. That has made me gooey. <laughs> so gooey in the tummy that I'm that I I really need to refocus because I'm going to do the same for you. You better bloody believe it. But I just need a second. That was, oh, my God. You don't need to. I don't open for two weeks after you. You just let that be your moment. You let that be your moment. So we don't even have any shows the same night as each other? Nope. <sighs> well, sweet angel, you better bloody believe I'm going to get in deep and I'm going to I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to give you all the little fucking promo you want. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, book him in advance. Book him for Harley Breen, Relentless. He's one of the greatest comedians this country's ever produced. And uh, he's going to be back on Monday with me for another episode of Mates Talking About Stuff. I love you. Love you, mate. Boy, please. <laughs>